Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenunos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Welcome to the 1122-63 After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We've listened to a little And Then He Kissed Me. No clothespin songs that I guess we could play no for this episode, No clothespin right? songs. Oh my gosh, the clothespin. <laughs> oh. So much to get into this episode about 1122-63. As well, we're talking about clothespins. We'll find out what all that is about a little bit. I'm Frank Moran. I'm one of your hosts here. You can follow me on Twitter at... Happy Go Jackie. And I'm joined by the dynamic duo here at the other side of the table here. First up, we have Mary Lou Mandel. Hey, guys. Mary Lou Mandel here. You can find me on all social media at Mary Lou Mandel. Michael Klaus. You can follow me on Instagram at TheOnlyMC, on Twitter at MichaelKlausTV. The only MC. The only one. We discussed this in the first show that Frank and I did together, and mm-hmm. I originally wanted the real MC, and it was taken. <gasps> so I had to settle for the only MC. I think it's even better. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, because like somebody else is like, well, I'm an MC. You're like, nope, I'm the only one. The only. Yeah, I'm sorry. The right. only MC. Because I said it, it's on the internet. It's true. That's right. Keep stepping, guys. <laughs> Keep stepping. Find yourself another handle. <laughs> All right, so today uh, we're uh, today we're talking about eleven twenty two sixty three episode four, Heart of Texas. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got a, we learned a lot about the characters, and it's good and bad in this episode. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of times where I would, like got angry at characters or like thinking thoughts about characters, and I'm like, oh this, ugh. And like, oh, what do I think? What do I not think? So I really actually enjoyed this episode for the character references. Mm-hmm. Now, Mary Lou, we didn't have a chance to have you with us last week. So just to catch up, how are you enjoying the series so far? I like it a lot. And I actually, the last two episodes binged together uh, yesterday because I wasn't mm-hmm. able to watch that other one last week. And the the third episode, I liked a lot. Uh, I liked his reaction and, and seeing how he and his little friend, the sidekick, develop. Bill. Bill. Yeah, yep. and is that the episode where they like they get to the little town and they like they bring him to the the brothel? Yep. Yes, and little man can't handle himself. No, like, no, like just stop, just shut your face, just yep. shut your face. <laughs> yeah, I was like, kill him, drop him, get yep. rid of him. He's he's over. Like you're compromising the situation. I would have just. Uh, I would have, like, knocked him over the head and be like, you're crazy. I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. He's in a tough situation. Of, yeah. Like, do you bring him? I mean, obviously he knows. Mm-hmm. Do you bring him along? Do you not bring him along? Yeah. yeah although, certainly, the ramblings of a madman, it could be seen as. Because if you were to go to any authorities and stuff, this guy time-traveled from 2016, and he's here to stop the assassination of <laughs> President Kennedy. I mean, who would kind of believe him right off the bat? <laughs> They're like, it's Kennedy's true. not the president? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's true. I mean, I guess unless he had like the little uh, tattered sports uh, sports book there with mm-hmm. all the sports, maybe yeah. that could be. A little yeah, he did proof. have. He said he had all those uh, newspaper clippings. Mm-hmm. So he did have things that could, uh, you know, maybe look a little sketchy. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we start off the episode here. We get uh, we go back to Lee Harvey Oswald, right? They're mm-hmm. just sitting in his kitchen there in his little apartment there, and he's just timing himself as he's assembling his his little bolt action rifle. Mm-hmm. And you really just feel like you know, he's, and he's just talking to himself as he's doing that, like you're a marine, you can do this, you get it together. Do you feel like this was more radical or more of him just as a marine, just trying to maintain his skills and be able to like prove that he can do it? I I, I was conflicted a little bit uh, that I, I feel think like for him. I think it's more of like a meditation exercise. Like this mm-hmm. is like what he does to calm himself yeah. down. You know, like I need to feel centered, so I'm going to do some gun drills. Yeah, I didn't see it as like a, a majorly radical, like trying to, I mean, we talked about this last week. They felt like it was almost a lot of his anger issues were showing up in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like this was in addition to that. Or this really made me encourage of like, oh, he's obviously the one who did it. Look at him play with these guns. Look mm-hmm. at He's all about guns. I felt like it was more of just like what you're saying, mm-hmm. something that he does t- just to kind of calm himself down or to take up some stress and just like it's a marine habit. Mm-hmm. I almost think, saw it as a, like a way of psyching himself up because you see he starts to try to initiate some stuff in this episode too. And I feel like he, was, he mm-hmm. knows he's got something coming up and he's like, I can rely on that security. I'm a marine. I've been trained. I can do this stuff. Let me just keep doing this and kind of psych myself for what's up ahead, uh, coming up ahead for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he does that, uh, and then we get a little scene where the, the baby's crying. We get a little tender moment with Lee Harvey Oswald, and you know, it's one of those things that I often forget that you know he does have a daughter, and who mm-hmm. knows exactly. I didn't do my research on Lee Harvey Oswald, so in terms of what happened to his daughter and stuff, I don't know exactly what happens after the assassination of Kennedy and everything, whatever became of her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it is interesting to see you only think of Oswald and just that, you know, I defected to Russia, assassinated Kennedy, but you realize, oh, he was also he, he had a daughter, man. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and a wife, so. Yeah, but their relationship, oh man, not the best. Especially right no, after that, he comes rocks. downstairs to get the photo, the infamous photo with him holding the gun in yeah. the newspaper. Yeah. And, and she's and laughing. With the, with the quote, I'm going to hunt fascists. Yeah, and it was interesting to look at George's face on there, because he's there in the backyard, too, with, with mm-hmm. Marina while they're getting ready to take that photo. And just seeing his face, how he was uh, taking that comment from Lee Harvey, what he wanted to do. I mm-hmm. couldn't wait till he's like... All right, that's cool. Yes, yeah. I, you're the kind of guy I want to do yeah. this. Like they got him on track. Yeah. If that is the way that they're going with it. That's know. the thing is, in order to you know, obviously, what it's trying to make you think is, if you know, George is kind of leading him, you have to have someone radical enough to want to do it, and it's controlling that and keeping him on the line that you want. Otherwise, he could get off the line, and who knows what could happen. He could, you know, go off with a gun on anybody. Yep. So it's controlling that radicalism almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then riling him up and directing it mm-hmm. where they want. It's, you know, like you have this this weapon that could point in any direction, and you're just trying Literally. to be like, well, look at this. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah. this be a good thing to do? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, and so we find since last episode, uh, Jake and Billy have moved into an apartment underneath the the, mm-hmm. uh, the Oswalds there. So uh, now they've got a little different vantage point since their fiasco of last week, getting their all their recording equipment stolen and everything. Yeah, so we- they have two homes now, right? They have the one in Jody, and they still have the mm-hmm. one in Dallas. Yes. Because we see that a lot later. And I was like, well, where are they living? But yeah, so they have the two homes now. Yeah, so I, I assume, yeah, I guess they moved back to Dallas then at that point. Right, so that's where yeah Lee Harvey was. So yeah, so they get they I guess they have a new place they could live underneath them, and it wasn't so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well they were still in Jody, I think, with Lee Harvey, but they also had the place in da- the home was in Dallas. And, no, I think the host is, is in Jody because isn't that the where he the, teaches? The teacher had a house for rent, so that's like his address with the school. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Dropped him off there. That's right. 
Yeah. When they pick them up from the whorehouse. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then we also just get a little shades there. The uh, Billy looking out the window looking at Marina, which is going to kind of play a I little bit later in. Trouble. Reiterate. Ah. Reiterate again. I hate Billy. I hate him. I hate his character, and it's proven here again when literally the quote, they have no idea who we are, let's keep it that way. Two seconds later, Billy stares at the wife out the window and waves at her. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> anger. One of the first things, anger. Hate Billy. Yeah, I can't I can't stand him. I'm like, bro, you're like, I'm just like, kill him. James Franco, just kill him. Just get it him out of the matter. picture. Just, be done with them. He's a you're gonna go back to the ti- you're gonna go back to the time portal. Yeah, it's all gonna get erased. Yeah, just kill him. Get to get the information you need. Come back and like just don't ever talk to him. He's a simple man from Kentucky oh. that is in way over his head, guys. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Just don't like him. <laughs> I just don't like him. Well, while uh, uh, Billy is looking at Marina, we've got uh, Jake back at school, uh, still making eyes and certainly growing a, uh, a a nice relationship there with City Dunhill mm-hmm. for another character you really like. Yes, we'll get into that right now. <laughs> what What are your thoughts on Sadie? Something's not right there because, like, okay, so she's got her like secret history that we don't quite know why mm-hmm. she, you know, what this divorce is. Like, we find out later there's something with the clothespin. We'll get there, I'm sure. But well, when you know, coming. whenever she shows up, and I, I get that he needed she needed to keep the divorce thing a secret. Uh, when she was like, there's mm-hmm. no husband, right? Because it's mm-hmm. different for girls or it's different for divorcees. But there's a way that she delivered it that made me I'm like, there's bigger there's bigger things hiding there. Or she's just stupid. Maybe, yeah, the way that she talks, I can't tell if she is just a little bit on the ditzy side or if she is conniving and just not pure and honest. Either way, I don't like it. I The way that she talks, the way that she just... It just handles herself. I just can't trust her. Really? Because I, I, I'm looking at her, uh, the way that she's doing her response, like last episode about like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not a divorcee. I, I've never been married. It's just when we find out the stuff this episode, I think she's embarrassed about that. And mm-hmm. the fact that her husband doesn't want to give her that divorce. So she's actually kind of hiding out from her husband. It's not necessarily, it wasn't amicable at all. Yeah. So I'm seeing it more as that as opposed to her being some kind of conniving person with even a deeper secret than that. Right, well, because then that might be what we feel she's hiding is this, it's the shamefulness Mm -hmm. of that scenario. So, you know, that layer of secrecy, maybe there isn't something deeper. That's the secret that she feels like she's hiding because it's that shame. I still look at it too of like, time pushing back and I feel that time is using her. So maybe I'm unfairly judging her, You thinking that, Time is using her to get to Jake. Yeah. And that's why I don't like her, but I just feel like something bad is going to happen because of her. But and then to Jake, why are you getting involved? Jake, keep it in your pants. Man, he's thinking with the wrong head. Listen. Oh, I was so mad. I was like, they're mm-hmm. they're just failing. It's all of the time travel fails. This that's is probably true, a little, little more of a man question. Do you find her do you find Sadie attractive in general? I do. Would you date a woman like Sadie? Yeah. I would. I clearly you would not. No, no. Mm. And, <laughs> <laughs> but she plays the piano. She's, Come on, that's delightful. She just. I once again. I just. I, there's something. Something. <laughs> off. He's like absolutely just not. Something off. She's pretty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. She's a very pretty woman. But 
You well, know, it's easier, I think, to assume that there's more going on to other people because we're, of course, we're following Jake and we know his story. He's somebody that's, that's coming from the from the future with a, a huge plan. So it's easy to look into every other people and suspect them of deeper motives when it could just be simple interpersonal, uh, you know, something as simple as like you're hiding out from your husband because you're ashamed of what happened in your marriage, mm-hmm. not necessarily a larger conspiracy. And I feel like even Jake falls into that too, where he thinks that everything around that is connected to. The, uh, the Kennedy assassination and, and people trying to stop the win. In actuality, it's not. It's just a simple mm-hmm. person of a, a husband that does not want to let go of his wife, a very controlling yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. And it could just be, I mean, in the 60s, everyone's more innocent. Yeah. I mean, in general. No, very true. I mean, because so. they, they certainly are willing to buy a lot of what Jake is telling him this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, so uh, as they do, they share a little smooch there in this room, thinking that everything is safe and clear, and the principal busts them and talks to Jake and says, hey, you know, there's different standards here between men and women. Kind of laying out, and it's like everybody's looking at you. And the mm-hmm. women, a lot of women look up here to, to Mrs. Dunham. We don't want anything to happen to her. So if you really care mm-hmm. about her, you've got to put her first. Mm-hmm. And, and take you, her away to yeah. a cottage. To a little bungalow. Yes, that's yeah. right. And then, so whenever he gave him the, the card for the bungalow, I was like, who are you hiding away with? Like, why do you have this card? Yeah. You know where he, who yep. he's hiding with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. There you that's go. That's right. Got to keep it secret. Got to keep it on the DL. Majorly on the DL. Yes, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, but as we do that, we see Jake walk into his car, and this is our first suspicion that something else is at foot because we see somebody watching Jake go to his car. And mm-hmm. now when you first see that side, we certainly know what happens at the end of it. But when you first see that initial shot, what are your suspect? Uh, what are your? What are you suspecting at that point? I thought it was the guy from the beginning, the creepy guy who he creepy bumps hobo? into. Yeah, yeah, the, the guy with the yellow card in his hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did not think it was the husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. it, uh, I don't know if I, I didn't think it was the husband at first, but uh, yeah, but I also didn't think it was like the the CIA either because that would just seem so yeah, like no. how would they know? Too early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think it was the CIA. I thought it was like the past, which it is will be what I think that guy is the past. It will be interesting to see how much the CIA get involved because I mean, this episode started out in uh, was it March twenty fifth of sixty three? Yes. So we're about seven months mm-hmm. away. So, and I think they jumped forward. It seemed a little bit here because I don't think the last episode was in sixty three. I think it still ended in sixty two. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. they jumped about a year, maybe of of just uh, enough time for him to have established a life. Yeah. And, and, like, become part of the community there. Well, they jumped last episode, like, to a year and a half. They mm-hmm. jumped until, like, the end of middle, I think, uh, to end of 62. Okay. Probably, like, the fall of 62. So I think they jumped forward another six months, though. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, we're only about a month out since, supposedly, uh, somebody makes a, the assassination attempt on General Walker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, when, uh, so Jake gets back to the, uh, the apartment and sees Billy, and he's all excited because he's been listening in on the recording equipment there, yeah. and he feels like he's got something right here. And there's a conversation between George and Oswald. He's like, oh, this is it. This is it. We figure out that this could be the connection right mm-hmm. there. There's going to be a meeting going on tonight. This could be what's happening. This, we got to find out if the CIA leads this, uh, leads Harvey Oswald to this, or is it something that Harvey Oswald mm-hmm. is doing on his own? Saying that he has some powerful friends. He wants mm-hmm. to introduce him. Yeah. yeah, it's really getting into the thick of the plot, which is good. But then before they can make any other uh, uh, conclusions or suspicions, they get a little knock on the door, and it's Miss Mimi. Everybody's mm. following Jake this episode. Miss huh. Mimi. Yes. She comes up, comes to Colin to figure out, well, Jake, what's going on? Because you are not being honest with all of mm-hmm. us. Your last name is not what you're saying it is. Yes. And finally, he doesn't have a vaccination record, which is required at that time for all school teachers. Mm-hmm. Finds out that his, uh, his, uh, he looks down for his old address in Kentucky. Finds out that he used another another name when he was there at that time, when he when he felt like it. 
and wants to know, are you being honest with us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the story that Jake tells them. Is that from a movie? That's from The Godfather okay. uh, 2? Godfather Oh, movie. it is. Yes. I figured okay. it had to be. Yeah. 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 With Fredo and Michael. So Michael Al Pacino, Fredo is his brother. You know, it's like, I knew it was you. And they gives him a big double kiss. <laughs> so he just starts telling yeah. the plot of The Godfather. And she's like, what's the mafia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I, I was thinking, when the mafia, that was around. That was considered the mafia. That it might have been around, but not known. Mm, very true. But so it tells Miss Mimi that he was an FBI informant and he's in the witness protection program. And so he saw this, the mafia, uh, they saw Michael kill his brother Fredo and he came forward with that information and now they've given him a new identity and put him there in Jody because nobody would ever find him. Who would search because in they, Jody? <laughs> because they, they, he was worried in case they wanted to pull him back in. Another mm-hmm. reference from Godfather 3. Every time I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. That's so great. <laughs> uh, that's actually the second time, too, that he gets busted for thinking that something is known. He had a Beatles reference mm-hmm. earlier with Sadie when they were at the piano, and the Beatles were not out yet. I mean, majorly. Yeah, but I yeah, but I feel like he I feel like he knew that he sang a song that he knew it was catchy, but it hadn't been out yet. Don't you think? Well, then he, she asked him who it was by, and he said, "Oh, it's a uh, you know Ringo, Paul, George, and yeah, it probably catches me." Yeah, eye. and she was like, "Who is that? Like your friends? His imaginary like, friends? Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <It's> like, <laughs> okay, you're weird, Jake. <laughs> Didn't I bring that up last week with doing the whole Marty McFly thing, where he sings? Oh, yes, we did. Yeah, where he's going to sing, yeah, yeah uh, 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 Johnny B. Be good. Dad, or Je- yeah, Johnny B. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this. You oh, when they put the dance. Yep. So he, he, he takes the Beatles credit, takes it away, writes their own <laughs> song. Yes. Why not? Why not? If you were in 63, why don't you just write all the Beatles songs and yeah. become famous on your own? It's just like Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just like, yeah, yeah, Greg Robinson. And I feel you know, it, it foreshadows a little bit now looking back and saying, you know, Mimi buys this story, I think, when she probably shouldn't. But it makes sense knowing that she has secrets of her own that she's now trying to keep. Mm-hmm. So that she would buy something like this. Because it, his, his story was not that convincing. No. The way his delivery was was not that convincing. Well, and that's where I like with her response that she's like, well, you know, if you care about somebody, like, I'm not going to say anything. But if you care about yeah. somebody, then you should let them know. And Because if you don't, you take away their dignity. That's right. And for some people, all they have is their all dignity. They have is I thought that was a great line. Yeah. Good line. Good like, line. I loved it. And I, I really like his relationship with Miss Mimi. Definitely. Like, defending her at mm-hmm. the gas station and, like, offering her a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are like, what? like, you know, just like any normal person. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like her having that interaction with Jake is the reason, that, as she says to Jake, he, she hasn't come forward to the principal about this information. And I feel like it's those moments where she's seen Jake like that, that she knows that he's not a completely a duplicitous person, mm-hmm. where he doesn't have completely evil in his heart. So that's yeah. probably why she's being wanted to come to Jake and talk to him first before she does anything else. Mm-hmm. But we also see her, she's really like sweaty and coughing, and yep. that's the first little nuggets that we get that something's not right with her. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I do like how she excuses Billy out of the room there, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate your interest. <laughs> she but, feels the uh, same about Billy. Which, like, <laughs> but Jake takes Miss Mimi's words to heart and leaves a little message there for uh, uh, for Miss uh, Dunhill, for Sadie, mm-hmm. and says, hey, why don't you meet me at the, scene at the great bungalow, guys? Hello. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. I got something important to tell you. And so yeah, we get, uh, she's all excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she shows up there, and they have a little romantic dance. And She's very forward. Ab, yeah. She does not uh, put pl- around. Yeah. I thought he played it pretty well. Like, yeah. you know, I, I just want to get to know you. I don't even know your middle name. Well, he's and from 2016 just, where you had Tinder. You just like... Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, somebody's going to take her shirt off. But I have to say, right. that scene bothered me because everything was so 
can we talk about this thing? And and I was like, James Franco, James Franco School of Acting, put your words together. Just make a sentence. Can we not like break everything yeah. apart? Yeah, and by the time when you see her actually take off her jacket, you're like, you don't need to just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Uh, Jake, just relax. Stop talking now at this point. It's... Did, do you think things like this actually happened in the early 60s? Or is this just like a 2016? Because this is obviously a very 2016 mm-hmm. scene of like, you know, two people go to a cabin or something like that and just immediately get it on. Well, do you feel like things like this happened well, in the 60s? She... Or we just don't, we think of the 60s as more innocent? I just don't know. I think that the the innocence was more how like the media wanted the '60s to be, right? Mm-hmm. But humans are still humans, mm-hmm. and like you know, I always hear stories about like, oh, everybody thought we were innocent, but we weren't, kind of thing. And and poor girl hadn't been laid like her entire marriage. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's very true. Yeah, you know? not, like, not in any sort of loving way for right. sure. You know, so no. so this is a new experience for her. Yes. It's exciting for her. So I could see her being forward. She already feels safe with him, mm-hmm. and there's candles everywhere. Like it's like disgustingly romantic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the record. Well, and even last week when she when they had that kiss right mm-hmm. there in the room, and she's like, "There's no reason for us to to delay this or wait around, right?" I mean, she was even back from then. She was like, "Yeah, well, why do we gotta wait? We don't need to." Yeah, we know what's going on. You don't have a clothespin, by the way, do you? Okay, yeah. we're good. No clothespins? Okay. okay. And while they start making out, though, we see, again, somebody watching from the window. Mm-hmm. And at that point, that's when I started suspecting the husband at that point. Okay. Yeah. Because I couldn't you. see anybody else that would be that would want to keep following him to all those points that would have some sort of interest in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't think it's the husband. He thinks it's the CIA. No, no, because when he wakes up in the morning and he's about to tell her, I, well, I feel like he's about to tell her, I don't know, do you think he was going to tell her the truth or just some version I of the truth? I think he was going to tell her the truth. I think he was going to tell her. I think he was going to yeah. spill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as much as she was all like, hey, I'm ready to go for it, I like this, the next morning after you sleep together, things change, and she was all of a sudden like, I really don't know much about you. Why are you so, you know, not willing to share anything about your past? Hey, you never tell childhood stories. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know why you couldn't. I mean, I think you could easily tell a childhood story without yeah. tipping the hand that you're from the future. Yeah. Yeah. To leave out the Game Boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But as, her, as he's about to tell her, he looks and sees this envelope there on this little bench and realizes, wait, that wasn't here when we got here, which that's creepy that somebody just, you know, I, I guess in the 60s, nobody really locks their doors. Mm-hmm. Everybody was more trusting, so you could easily well, walk into slid, places. I think he slid it under the door. It was on a table. Yeah. So like, he, the guy came no, in. It a, no, it was on the floor. Was it? No, it was yeah. On, it was on a bench. There's like some little bench right there next to the uh, the bed, and mm-hmm. it was sitting on top of that. That's how I really? remember it was on. Yeah. See, I thought I saw it on the floor. So it was, uh, the boy broke, uh, somebody broke his way in. Well, he had to take the photos, go down to the store, get it developed. That's not a a two-second thing. (laughs) And you know the person at the store probably knows them, like, recognize them because it's a small town. Yeah. And is like, all right, Uh, (laughs) why do you have these photos? Like, I want to follow that person's day. (laughs) No, that's very true because, I mean, I had to probably pull an all-nighter because, I mean, that was all happening overnight. Who's staying at a photo lab back in the 60s that late at night? Mm-hmm. I think he had to call in a few favors yeah. to make this happen here. Yeah. But he looks at the photos and immediately thinks, yeah, you're right. It's the CIA. The CIA yeah. is out to get us. They're pushing back now. We're t- they know we're, t- getting on we're too getting out of there. time or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which seemed to me such a, I don't know, that seemed like a drastic leap for me to be thinking. Because even then, I knew for sure it was not the CIA that mm-hmm. was getting involved with this. But if you're in that situation, you mean you're... You're actually, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not, I mean, worried, but on edge. And I he's got a singular mission, so he can only yeah. feel that that's what's going to come at mm-hmm. him. It's like the CAA or time. He doesn't think anything else is coming at him. No. 
moving along in life. Yeah. Uh, so he he goes back uh, to the, the apartment there, runs into Billy, and they have an argument about this. Like, the CIA is pushing back. They're nowhere on here. We just need to get a little bit more information. And Billy's like, why don't you just get rid of Sadie? Just don't break up with her. Don't get, get her involved. Get rid of Billy. That's true. It's, and it, at that point, I was like, I'm going to give him Billy a hard time, but also Frank, or I mean, not Frank Franco, but uh, Jake, what are you doing? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I mean, I, to an extent, it's it, you're talking about Billy with Lee Harvey Oswald's wife. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. almost the same thing. Yeah. The only difference is that she's more directly con- connected to Very what's much happening. So. I mean, Very that's much even so. Sadie's not, but that still doesn't feel like, you know, Jake, you can't just sit there and say, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. Billy, you stop doing that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I feel like I was waiting really for Billy to really call him out on that, and that never quite happened. But uh, so they have the, they have a little conversation there, and, uh, <laughs> and then we find out that there's a meeting going on, uh, and they need to go to this meeting. So Oswald and George are going to be going to a meeting, and they got to follow them to figure it out. And so they go to this uh, this establishment there with the use of the code word candy bar, candy bar, yeah, and uh, a lot of sweets to, inside. To Billy's credit, he thinks this is a dumb idea. He does, which I'll give it up. The first time Billy was smarter than Jake in this whole thing. It's true. I'll, I'll give it him for that. But Jake just gets me like, oh, yeah, if you want to be out here with all the babies, you can stay <laughs> here. <laughs> so they go in and they find out it's not really some kind of you know secret espionage meeting or anything like that. It's just a cat house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're trying to find that. That scene was just, I don't know. Ugh. Oof. That was a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. I was not, mm-hmm. I was not really enjoying that. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty funny, though, when... Uh, uh, oh, what is he? And what type of person is your friend into? Oh, he's, he's broke. He's broke. He's broke. He's, broke. <laughs> he's, broke. he's waiting here right now. And he's like, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not broke. broke. I'm not broke. <laughs> that poor kid. But they find the most drunk, uh, just uh, tipsy uh, lady of the night there to mm-hmm. take him upstairs. And lady of the night. I like that. Lady of the night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, to take him upstairs, and, they, and he's look, uh, Jake is basically just looking at all the rooms, which is interesting that. You're going to be doing these things that you don't really else to know about, but we're just keeping an open door policy. Everybody's cool just keeping the doors open. That seemed weird to me. Like, yeah. yeah. If you're going to be with a lady, then just close the door and, and let your stuff go off. But mm-hmm. everybody's just walking by and can look in through every room, like seeing what's happening. And he comes across Oswald and George in their room. And you see, like, Oswald does not seem into this at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's focused. Yeah, which is interesting because you think it's going to be one thing. And I feel like they're kind of towing that line with Oswald. I either try to pay him. They're trying to have their cake and eat it, too, because they don't want you to jump to any conclusions, I guess, mm-hmm. and what Oswald's true motives are at this point, it seems like. But, uh, yeah, they come across him, and Jake wants to just stay there. And uh, his gal pal's like, no, no, no. Oh, he, that's weird. You don't do that kind yeah. of stuff here. No, you're with me. Uh, and then all of a sudden there's a raid. Which I forgot, man, boy, uh, raids uh, in cat houses. Boy, look at that. I forgot those days of the raids, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like Animal House. I think, what, from Animal House, maybe you do like a little raid or something? They, I think so. I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah. The way you Benjamin said nerds, that. They do the panty raid. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah, yeah, panty raid. That's right. <laughs> the, the way that you said that, you're like, yeah, guys, remember when there were cat remember house when, raids? Yeah, and I was remember like, that? How many of those do you yes. recall? Come on, guys. Let's go back. What kind of memories do you want to share over there? <laughs> guys, I've got a time portal. I want to take you over to my restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it goes only to a cat house in 1963. It's but really there's a raid like five minutes later, <laughs> yeah. so you yeah. move fast. You always get arrested, and you always say that. That's when they're in the drunk tank. But after that, you're in 1963, and it's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, so who bails them out the next day? But Deke, the principal, which that's going to be a tough call to make. But it makes sense because uh, I don't know who else Jake would call. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't have uh, can't have Sadie find out. Yeah. I was surprised he didn't get fired, though. I mean, I feel like, but it, once again, it goes back to the fact that the principal has his own secrets mm-hmm. and wants to protect those. And so... 
Hmm. I mean, he's kind of a little more lenient on the fact that Jake has some secrets. Yeah, and it was interesting, though, when he says, uh, Jake, I, I didn't think you'd do something with this. Billy, I could see. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me interested to see, because we, we kind of jumped almost three years since when they first got to Jody and up till now. So mm-hmm. certainly Billy is uh, showed the principal that he's not the most uh, trustworthy kind yeah. of guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it would have been interesting to see some of those points where the principal's like, <laughs> what is with your brother? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so uh, uh, Deke drives Billy back home and says, no, 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 Jake, you're not getting out. You're going to come with me to school. Sorry, you know, you got to reap what you sow. No, no yeah. changing your shirt, no getting anything else. You're going right to school. How does he not have a belt? I, do they take that from you in, in prison or jail so you don't hang yourself? Isn't that, I mean, but I don't know if yeah, that's in the 60s. Yeah, but you get it when you, like, get out, yeah, you should like, get all your, your yeah, stuff. Yeah, I didn't, I was like, why, why does he not have these things? Yeah, and that's, like, legit part of the dress code for that the teachers was they had to wear a belt. Yeah, and he was wearing a tie when he came into the penthouse, yeah. right? So yeah, mm-hmm. you would think they'd give him back his stuff. Yeah, interesting. But they did. I guess you know the, the cops like to keep ties and belts back then. Just you know, mm-hmm. you Put know, fresh up the wardrobe. <laughs> 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 I was like, hey, you know, I got a big day coming out. This tie looks good on me. I think I'm going to keep that. Mm. Uh, but that's it, and that's where we. Is that or was that earlier when the principal got busted with Mimi? No, that's exactly when that happens that's, when they walk in. Yeah. And Jake uh, looks in the window and sees Mimi coughing and the principal kind of comforting her. Consoles her, and then they look real Mm. guilty. Yeah, and at that moment, you're like, because you thought they had a really close friendship in the first episode, the last episode, Mm -hmm. with the way they talked. But this one, you really see, like, all right, it's more than just a friendship. Yeah. And that makes sense that why he would have the card for the bungalow. Yep. It's like, all right, yeah, we know the principal. You got to do what's right for, you got to protect the person that you care about. So knowing that. If that's found out, right, that if their affair is found out, yep. like, she's going to get fired. She's going to get, like, there, it's just going to be repercussions everywhere. But it won't affect him the same way, you know, because it's different. Very true. You know? Yeah. So he's looking out for her. Good man. Deke's, uh, Deke's a good man. Yeah. Can't go wrong with him. He just seems like a very uh, straightforward. He's a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, know? yeah. That's appreciated. Definitely. Love the straight shooters. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that's not necessarily a straight shooter, though, as uh, Jake is watching that happen, he does look around and sees uh, Miss Sadie's office there, uh, her schoolroom, and sees somebody in there talking to Sadie. Turns mm-hmm. out that it's her ex-husband. Which, did that? Did Sadie reveal to Mimi about her ex? Because Mimi knew. But yeah. when they first hired, so obviously something happened over the past year or whatever, mm-hmm. six months, that Mimi was actually, or that Sadie was actually at the school. Because Mimi knew about the ex. Mm-hmm. I feel like she does, J- and she's good at keeping secrets, of course. Yeah. Because Jake said, is that her ex? And he was like, and Mimi said, you know, kind of brushed it off. It's, like, it's not your business. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, obviously, when Sadie first got to the school, they really tried to hush-hush that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, obviously, you know, teachers talk. Was there a whole other scene where... Miss Mimi went over to Sadie's house and was like, "You're not being 100 percent with me." You're not me. <laughs> she Mimi. just like she's like the muscle of the oh, town. Yeah. She's like, "Listen, I found out all your dirty secrets. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything, but oh. you should tell people I because of dignity." Dirty, I got all your dirty laundry here, and if you want me to air it, <laughs> uh, and we find out though, he leaves, and the ex-husband leaves, and then Sadie uh, walks out, and we find out that she's not gonna, uh, he is not gonna give her the divorce. Mm-hmm. Jake follows her outside and says, you know, once I have a talk with her, it's like, he's not going to give you the divorce. I've been hiding from him. My mom told him where I was, where he could find me. And, and here it comes. Yes. And then here's the moment we've all been talking about, guys. We've been alluding we to. We don't get it. We what? don't get it. There you go. Oh. 
clothespin, everybody. What does it mean? She put it a hand. He, he said he she was not. Closed her they eyes. Let, let it up to that saying. Sadie said he was not physical at all in the courtship, in the dating, and then the night of the marriage. Had he a, was like very ashamed and quiet almost, and had her close her eyes, took her hand, and, and put it on a clothespin. What does it mean? And she laughed. He did not like that. He hit her. She didn't know was what was going abusive. on. And then he forced himself on her. Yes. And then afterwards told her to wash her dirty hole. And she did not say anything because she mentioned that to her mom. And the mother said that a woman's, a wife's job is to take care of her husband. And I Googled, and it was hilarious because I Googled, you know, clothespin, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing that came up was an entire Reddit article of, like, people commenting and users saying, what is this? Does anybody get this? And the the biggest thing I can come up with is saying something about, like, putting a clothespin on the thing, like, when they were younger in order to stop it. Like, parents would do that sometimes to, like, stop the sexual nature of their kids. Mm. Oh. So it could be that I, uh, as we, we had a little pre-show talk there about the clothespin, I thought it was a, uh, a, a baby fetish mm-hmm. and that he's wearing a, a cloth diaper with clothespins that were holding it. And that's uh, that's what he was doing. But mm-hmm. uh, let's go to our... Uh, My uh, theory Yes, is, James, we we're about to go to you. Possibly it's like Peter Pan and the thimble is the kiss. You know what I mean? Like in Peter Pan, they never kiss, but they think thimbles mean kissing. <laughs> so maybe like that was like his way of being like, this is love. Or, like, this is how we get children, or, like, who knows? So does the like, clothespin represent a... Mm-hmm? I don't know. Something. Because at first I thought it was just a tiny, tiny penis reference. <laughs> which I just said that word. Yes, yeah. I did. But at first I just thought that, but then, like, the more talked about later, there was obviously something else to it. I think yeah. you have a good point with, like, parents back then, like, doing things to curve sexual thoughts and things about children, especially in the 60s. Yeah. So, like, something like, you know, oh, my mom put a clothespin on my thing so that it would grow. Yeah, so it says it to, like, to to stop, obviously, you know, blood flow, and to stop just the sexual nature, almost. Mm-hmm. But then we're also talking to a grown man, and why is he, as a grown man, still continuing to put a clothespin on himself? Like, right. his mom isn't coming in and putting a clothespin on him. But if he's always thought that's the way that he needs to be, Oof. you know, if you if you were taught your whole life, you know, your pants are backwards. And then you always put, yeah, like, uh, yeah. You, you know, I, <laughs> Like Chris knows? Cross. Like yeah, Chris Cross, yeah, that's what that's happened what to happened them. That's what happened to them. Yes. And then look how they turned out. <laughs> that's true. Oh. Mm, all right. Uh, well, I think for next episode, uh, we're, uh, Michael and I'll do some research. We're gonna wear each wear a clothespin for a week. Nah, <laughs> not no, no, no. You, that's all you, my Hashtag friend. Hashtag clothespin test. Come on, what? We're not doing that. We're not getting that trending. <laughs> <laughs> Come what on, if there are pop tarts on the line, Michael. No, yeah, no, there you go. Uh-uh. Come on, whoever goes the longest there, uh, lost. the loser. I lost. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. There you go. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, I, I feel like it's what you found. I, I, the more the more that I'm reading is that it, it says what it is. It's a literal reference to stop from getting aroused. Which would be why he was never really sexual with her and never tried anything with her because he's doing everything he can to not get aroused because mm-hmm. that has been suppressed forever. 
Yeah. And now he's at the point where he's like, oh, he's married. He's nervous. He doesn't know what to do here because at that point he's probably still a virgin. And puts mm-hmm. his hand, her hand on the clothespin expecting her to go like oh i know what this is all about yeah because I, I did yeah what well, family taught me about this too mm-hmm. nope 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 you're just yeah. a basket case there because it's like a chastity belt i guess and like maybe your wife yeah. is the one that's supposed to you know <laughs> unlock it that's yeah. gotta be the worst oh oh, oh well. it's like every day he's like getting ready he's like all right you know brush my hair shave my face pin my penis <laughs> like, <laughs> just part of the routine we've all, we've all been there right yep <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, so Sadie feels that by re- revealing this to Jake, she's kind of ruined everything between them, and so she just takes off. And Jake goes back in the school and runs into Billy, and Billy's all excited, like, why are you here at the school? First off, uh, Deke would not be too thrilled with you being here. Uh, but he says, oh, no, well, this is great. There's supposed to be a meeting that's supposed to be happening at 4 o'clock. Lee doesn't want to do it, but George is really insistent that they meet these people. So they decide to split up, and Billy's going to follow Lee, and Jake's going to follow George. Mm-hmm. So George follows uh, uh, Lee. Follow, uh, Jake follows George all the way through Dallas. They end up at some shipping kind of factory, kind of plant or something. Yeah, freight and, something. Yeah, and he's trying to listen to uh, the conversation. But again, it's one of those from the first episode where we see time pushing back. You got the dog. All, the dog, the car, sounds of the cars going by. Uh, just like uh, the guy moved in the trash can. All these little sounds that are delaying him from being able to hear exactly what's being said in this conversation. Mm-hmm. So when the dog starts barking, they move inside. And as he walks back to his car... Boom, he runs into Sadie's ex-wife, ex-husband, Johnny. Played by Ted, uh, uh, Tierra Knight there uh, from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him around. So, And they obviously get in a very uh, pretty heated conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sadie's husband, she, he thinks that he's kind of the big dog on campus. And, you know, I, I'll do this and da 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 And James Franco, kind of like what he did with the gas station attendant. Mm-hmm. Was that two episodes ago or last episode? Last was, episode. Was that last episode? Yeah. I mean, got pretty yeah, laid into him, and I mean he's pretty. I'm, he's a pretty tall stature guy, so it helps. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what what uh, Johnny was expecting that conversation to go with somebody who would be originally from the '60s. But mm-hmm. it'd be a little bit more polite. You wouldn't talk about some of those things like that. But with Jake being dropping, from 2016, dropping some language and yeah, and yeah, you know, profanity plus yeah. the clothespin talk. It's like, can't, can't we do this without some profanity? <laughs> <laughs> nope, no, absolutely not. That is not going down. So yeah, he just basically says, "You tell, you do that. I'm gonna tell everybody about the clothespin story. It's a small town. Everybody talks." Uh, and Johnny, Johnny just says, "All right, you two deserve each other," and then he takes off. Yep. Yeah, which for I, I was concerned about how Jake responded there without any consideration of what the repercussions would be for Sadie, like mm-hmm. knowing that Very they true. are married and it is like in that time it it's like an ownership situation. Like, what yep. is going to happen to her? But he probably is like, oh, I'll just kill him. <laughs> that's right, Jake's always good. Now that he's killed once, he's got no problems with yeah. killing again. Yeah, that's what he's like. Oh, you, all right, fine. I'll just or kill I'm him. sure being in that situation where you know, well, I guess depending on if he thinks he's going to stay or not stay and go back, your repercussions, you're not thinking about them as much. They're mm-hmm. not long-term repercussions. There's only short-term repercussions. Mm-hmm. No, And I guess maybe you're thinking in terms of 2016 repercussions as opposed to what the 63 repercussions would be and what society yeah. was like at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I don't think he has his, his mind right for those things. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he had another point. Oh, yeah. Did did you think Jake was wondering what the clothespin thing was? Was he like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Because, I, I mean, Jake wears, uh, Jake doesn't have Reddit to go and look at yeah. an no. explanation for that threw back away, then. Threw away the iPhone. Yep. Yeah. So, Can't go on that. Nope. Which, even though he had service to watch that video with the bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so while uh, Jake is trying to figure that out, though, he does go over to Sadie's house with some candy and some flowers mm-hmm. and just really says, hey, you know, a love is not like lo- uh, flowers and art. It's messy. Uh, but he considers her a wonder. And he has his single tear. Yeah. He dropped that tear, that single didn't he? Tear. I was like, oh, tears that, break goes cool acting. Ah, uh, did that work for you, though? Nope. If you were Sadie with it and you saw him just, like, throw out that tear, would you be like, oh, yes, I love Flowers it. and chocolate. I'd be like, did you put my, like, what, what did you? Oh, <laughs> you're so no. jaded, Mary Lou. Come a little on. bit. Come on. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Uh, so... <laughs> But then also, uh, Jake goes back to see Dallas, and he sees Billy, who's also having his little troubles with the heart there. He's been mm-hmm. listening. First, he listens in on, on <laughs> Marina and Lee get down. Uh, yeah. listens to that, not through, thrilled about that. But you after know, a couple hours, it's all just been arguments. Very abuse. You yes. can tell he's hitting her. Mm-hmm. And he's had it. He wants to go. Luckily, Jake comes back at that minute and stops him. It's like, we can't get involved in these mm-hmm. people's lives. Billy's not thrilled about that. Yeah, no. yeah. It's weird because obviously Billy thinks that he's you know saving her, but he's also you know could be messing with the entire plot line. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough call. You know, on one hand, I do side with Billy mm-hmm. because you, you something you could you stop a smaller action, you know, something bad, but you don't want to interfere with the bigger one. No, it's very true. I mean, but, and Billy doesn't even just stop there. He still sneaks out and goes out back and talks to Marina. She's, you know, she, they like cuddle. Yeah, they gives her some comfort right there, mm-hmm. which uh, is not going to help Billy at all. That's only going to get him sucked in worse than he should be. And we have seven months. <laughs> yes, we have seven. Come on, Billy, months. get it together. Uh, <laughs> but then we find out that when Jake goes back to school the next day, Miss Mimi's out sick, mm-hmm. and Sadie finds a little envelope in her drawer, in her in her little cube, uh, little hole there, little wall, wall cubby, hole. little cubby, yeah, <laughs> a little wall hole. <laughs> sure, that's gross. Clean your dirty wall hole. <laughs> <laughs> but it's with the note saying he's not who you think he is, and it's a signed divorce papers from Johnny. Mm-hmm. Which I was I was surprised that it happened that fast. I didn't think he was actually just going to sign the divorce papers. I thought it would always be yeah, something he would just. There's no way he's gone. No, he's not gone. No. 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 <laughs> and then, well, so it seems like things are going Jake's way, though, because then he goes back and he makes uh, makes good with Billy. Says, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm sorry about this. You know, I, I know I, I shouldn't have gone off on this. Uh, Billy's uh, in a good mood because he did some consoling. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just don't use that at the other uh, cat house. <laughs> I feel like Billy was, yeah, he was going there. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, no, 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 I wouldn't do that at all. No way, no, not, not going back to the Shamrock Hotel. Uh, and then uh, while he's doing that, Sadie just goes over to Jake's house with a little, uh, I don't know, was it a casserole? Or some yeah, kind like of, enchiladas or something. Yeah, something kind of tasty. But the door's unlocked. Who's the Who's the person? The I, guy with the, the card in his hat. The Was that him? Yeah. Was it? Was it? I couldn't tell if it was him tell. or the ex-husband. Yeah. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's the guy. Cause I remember specifically seeing the yellow card in the hat, and that's how the other guys identified. But ask the internet. Interesting, yeah, because I saw that shadowy figure and I was like, oh, because I only saw like the little bit of the hat and I assumed mm. it was a husband. So, oh, but I felt it was the past. Oh no, that, I, don't know, I just think that guy's the past. Yeah, well, somehow that, that door is open and she wanders around. Which there's a lot of wandering in a darkened house. And then, like, are you gonna go like, down to the basement? Don't do this. Yeah. yeah, don't do this. None of this seems right. You just you just sit and wait. Yeah, why would you go yeah. to the basement too? Like I had this house. I was kinda... expecting her to get whacked though. I thought she was. I thought because I thought it was the ex-husband. Kidnapped or yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. setting it up. He was gonna kill her and frame James Franco. That's what I thought it was gonna happen yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, but that when that didn't happen, I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And she he find, she goes down to the basement, sees a tape recorder, and plays it while Jake's coming home. Finds her downstairs as well, and the tape recorder's playing Russian. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. that she must think he, he she must think he's a communist or something. But she yeah. wants to know what is going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. 
interesting turn. I thought for sure it was going to be a frame job, but it, but if it was the guy, the, the the hobo guy, our hobo man, mm-hmm. what would be his reason for wanting to screw around like that? I don't know. It... Man, I don't know. It's interesting. It's the past trying, I'm to, trying like, to watch it real break quick, see away. if I can bring it up. Yeah, but internet's you know in and out. So yeah. All right. So I mean, that's episode four. Know. We're halfway there, guys. Here's, halfway there. here's a radical theory. Do you think it would work? Have worked if he would just you know randomly show up to Lee Harvey Oswald and George and just say like, I know you're going to kill Kennedy. Don't kill him. Like, and then leave. And then maybe like three months later, come back and say, Don't kill Kennedy. Like, is some would something like that work? Very simple. Man, but he seems so kind of, you know, sociopathic of sorts. I don't know. I wonder if somebody, would that only fuel him? Like when you tell your kid not to do something and they only want to do it more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one to, to juggle. But about. knowing you're going to get busted. Uh-oh. Here we go. Maybe. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I I can't, I don't know. And my, my reasoning for thinking that it's the guy with the yellow hat is that we haven't seen any drastic past pushing back thing. Like, so we had the spiders in the attic when they were trying to crawl out but that like oh there might have actually been spiders yes it's definitely a guy with a hat i think i think right are we is that is there a guy with a hat are we well the ex-husband was also wearing a hat but the hobo guy was wearing a hat too so it's tough but they see the yellow yellow card we're spending. Well, now we're just. Sorry, <laughs> we're just we're like you guys. We got it. We want to know. Us. We want to be accurate about we this. But yeah, know. let us know who you think it is. Who's this dark figure that's hanging out in Jake's house? Yeah, I think it's purpose, purposefully in shadow for us to wonder. You know, yeah. there's like so much mystery here, and that's probably why, because there's so much mystery built into the show. That's why we're suspicious of Sadie, and we're suspicious of like everything. Yeah. Well, how do you feel? Four sto- four episodes in, how are you feeling about the series so far? We're at the halfway point, so oh, I feel man. like from there we're only going to be picking up speed at this point. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. it. Yeah, I definitely, I, I, I like it so far. This episode, I felt like I needed more of the, the past craziness happening mm-hmm. when there, there wasn't anything. So I anticipate the next one because it's what halfway. It's just an eight-episode yes. series. Here we go. Who are you looking at? Uh-oh, here we go. Mm. I can't tell. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, time is not pushed back as much as I thought it would in the last couple episodes. So, uh, I feel like, yeah, next episode should be something. And I feel like, of course, he's not going to be involved in the Walker situation because Mm -hmm. the the real suspense is the Kennedy thing. I mean, the Walker is just like a a little little midway point, but Mm -hmm. it's not going to be the thing that's going to stop it. Otherwise, the story's over. Yeah. Because we got to get somebody. It's got to get down to uh, November 22nd, 1963, and it's got to come down to that fatal moment there. Mm -hmm. Biggest prediction. Biggest prediction. Oh! Yes. Michael yes. called for it, and so it appeared. There it is. Uh, do you think uh, Jake is going to stay or go after 11-22-63? Mm, I think he's going to stay with Sadie. Oof, that's a tough one. Does he? St- I mean, because he really has nothing to go back to yep. in the present, so he could easily stay. But whether time would let him stay, I don't know if that's a thing. Because I mean, that's certainly a big thing. To, it's one thing to go visit and maybe hang out for a couple of years, but to spend the rest of your life there, with time always be constantly pushing against you that entire time. I think. I originally think he would. He was going to go back. Although I think it would almost be too much. To too much like plot. For him to go back and to see how things are changing, so I think it will probably just end with him like wanting, wondering the decision, because I feel like something's going to happen to Sadie, mm-hmm. or and so could... I feel like something's going to happen and it's going to be like eleven twenty two, eleven twenty three, you know, the day after, and that's just going to kind of end there because I feel like for him to go back into twenty sixteen when Kennedy lived and that's like that's a whole lot of like 
you know, non-assassination, who's the president, ripple effect. That's a huge ripple effect that you would have to explain. I don't want right. to have to be like, like a he whole wouldn't half go back e- to that would be a, a whole half episode at least of like, what are you going back to? Yeah. I would feel, my guess is that he's not going to be able to save Kennedy, of course, but he's going to take Sadie back with him to the present. Because if he doesn't do that, then he's going to mm. constantly keep going back and again to try to fix. I like that. Or try to get her. So I feel like he's going to get her back to the present. That's my prediction there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Any that, other predictions, reach out to us. Twitter, Facebook. Yes. Instagram. Let's continue the conversation. Uh, make sure that uh, Michael's doing the clothespin test the rest of this week there. Uh, <laughs> Michael, where can, Michael, where can they find you? You can on find me on Instagram at the only MC on Twitter at Michael Klaus TV. Love to hear from you. Yeah, and I'm Mary Lou Mandel. You can find me on all social media at Mary Lou Mandel, and I'm in the middle of Mary Lou March Madness releasing a video on YouTube every single day. Day eight. It's really hard, uh-huh. but... Follow me. You'll yeah. see the craziness. And you'll see us, uh, you see Michael and I tomorrow's episode, right? Yeah. That dry, yeah. That really drops there. So you can follow me on uh, Twitter at HappyGoJackie. Check me out with my improv team tonight, Tuesday nights, every Tuesday night at Iowa West at 9.30 p.m. We'll see you next time. Get your clothespins out, everybody. Let's clamp <laughs> on. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.